Hey there, mama. You're listening to the Lift the Shame podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, mama of five and your family's intuitive eating dietitian, here to help you cut through the diet culture clutter so you can enjoy freedom with food as a family. I'm on a mission to help you end the generational legacy of diet culture in your home so you can experience motherhood free from food guilt and body shame. Listen in weekly for guidance on how you can ditch diet culture, heal your relationship with food in your body, and confidently raise intuitive eaters. Let's dive in and lift the shame together. I am so excited that you're here and what a dream come true to finally launch this podcast off the ground. It's definitely been a journey and if you've been following along, you may have heard bits and pieces of it and I just wanted to start off the podcast by sharing a little bit more about Lift the Shame, about the mission and purpose behind this podcast, and just share some of the things that you can expect. And my heart for this show, can't wait to just connect with you and get to know more about you and this community as we have more episodes and more conversations around topics that, quite frankly, are not getting enough conversation around, especially for mothers. So let's start out. I just want to share a little bit about how Lift the Shame started. And as many of you may know, and maybe you don't, which is why I want to share the story. The name of this podcast, Lift the Shame, is actually named after our virtual support group that we currently have for mothers in eating disorder recovery. And if you haven't heard about this group and you want to find out more information or find out how you can be part of it, I will make sure that there's a link in the show notes for you. But Lift the Shame started as a virtual support group for mothers in eating disorder recovery. And this group was actually started years ago, way before I came into the picture by a very dear friend of mine named Maggie Bauman. And she was actually herself a mother who was in eating disorder recovery and who navigated so many different minefields dealing with anorexia during her pregnancies with her children. And she went on to find healing in her recovery and also worked as a therapist, working with so many individuals who were finding and needing hope and healing along their journey. And one thing that she identified was that there is a major gap for mothers in particular and mothers who are struggling with either mental illness or an eating disorder and not able to connect with any help or resources for support along their journeys. And so it was actually her, my dear friend, who had the vision for this group. She saw a need and wanted to create a resource to help fill that need. And so she started this support group, again, many years ago, as a way to just start challenging the shame and the stigma that so many mothers in eating disorder recovery are facing. And if you yourself are a mother and have had an eating disorder history or are currently struggling with an eating disorder or identify as being in recovery, wherever that you may be, you might identify with this piece of shame that often comes with struggling in any capacity. And, you know, it's interesting because there's so much 
stigma again around eating disorders and what they look like and who they occur in. And I think there's this assumption that once you become a mom, you kind of have it all together, that you're just grateful that you have kids and an eating disorder kind of seems like a childish thing to be dealing with. And the reality is that motherhood and parenting and pregnancy and postpartum and all the things involved in these different seasons of being a mom and becoming a mother are actually filled with minefields of triggers for eating disorder behaviors. And what I've seen along my own personal journey and with the mothers that I work with is that this season can be an even more challenging time for eating disorder recovery. And it's also a time of increased vulnerability and It's also deeply permeated by diet culture and diet culture messages, which we're going to talk a little bit about. And so it often creates a perfect storm for eating disorder behaviors to either resurface, come back with more intensity or more aggression, or for new eating disorders or disordered eating to start forming. And Maggie saw this and she, again, created a space where we can start having conversations around this intersection of motherhood and eating disorder recovery or motherhood and maternal mental illness. Because when we don't talk about these things and we feel more isolated because of them, it grows. These struggles grow in shame. And that's what happens when we stay silent. It allows shame to fester and grow. And we internalize that shame as our own failures as mothers. And I think that can continue to cycle into generations if we don't ever look at it or examine it or talk about it or try to disrupt it or just make space to heal from it. So I was so blessed to meet Maggie a few years ago, and she was just such an encouragement to me in my own journey. And she passed the baton on to me in terms of continuing on the support group of Lift the Shame. And It has just been so incredible to facilitate this group and to see the community that's been forming and to hear the stories of the people that are part of this group. And really, it just has been so eye-opening for me to see how much of a need it is to have more conversations around these topics, around things like feeling distress and shame around your body changing during pregnancy or postpartum or grappling with identity changes as you become a mother, or figuring out how to feed your child when you're still navigating how to feed yourself, or you're still working on healing your own relationship with food, and now you feel like I'm in charge of my child and their relationship with food, and you desperately don't want to pass on any of your stuff, right? Any of your food issues or your eating behaviors, or your negative beliefs around food in your body. And honestly, I'm just kind of skimming the surface here. Like there's been so many questions and topics that have come up in our support group and in conversations that have just shown me we need more space to talk about these things, to shed light on these conversations, on these topics. And if you have found yourself in this boat and you found this podcast through the support group or somebody shared it with you and you resonate with some of these things that I'm talking about, I just want you to know that you're not alone. Our support group has grown to hundreds of women and 
it just shows me that this is something that is universal and that touches so many of us, regardless of our backgrounds. And we're all in different places in our recovery and in our journeys, but we're not alone. And this is something that I have personally walked through myself too. I struggled with an eating disorder in my late teens and early 20s. And it was something that I always thought would be part of my life until the prospect of having a family and growing a family became a possibility. And honestly, I didn't think I would ever actually be able to have kids because of my eating disorder and the many damages and the toll that it took just on my body physically. I had several doctors and physicians tell me that I would have trouble having kids, that I most likely wouldn't be able to have children. And that was something that I just thought would be part of my story because of my eating disorder history. And so it was definitely a surprise and something that was a complete shock when I became pregnant with my first child. And by the time I was pregnant with my first baby, I did have a couple years of solid eating disorder recovery under my belt, which I was so grateful for. And even though I was in what I would consider a solid place of recovery, I was not prepared for stepping into motherhood and all the different challenges and triggers that that would bring up for me. I'll never forget my first prenatal appointment when they asked me to get on the scale and my doctor had made a comment about my weight and thrown out some nutrition information out there for me that was super triggering. And, you know, at that point I had gotten to a place where I wasn't weighing myself. I didn't have a scale in my home. I wasn't weighing myself. I was eating what I would consider intuitively. And all that seemed to go out the window in that first prenatal appointment. And I was shook. I left that prenatal appointment just scared and overwhelmed and refacing a lot of things that I thought I had worked through. And that's something that seems to be very characteristic of being a mom and eating disorder recovery. It's that it's kind of like we're faced with our demons of the past. And so many things that we may have thought that we have healed through come right to the surface when we have kids. And that can come at different stages of our motherhood journey that we wouldn't expect. Maybe it's pregnancy, maybe it's birth or learning how to feed your baby, the postpartum journey, body changes, raising a child, feeding a child. Like There's so many different aspects of motherhood that cause a lot of our past to resurface. And that was something that really scared me because I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't know how to navigate those situations. And thankfully, I didn't relapse into eating disorder behaviors during my pregnancies, but they were hard and I definitely struggled. And I also struggled for several years with postpartum depression, which looking back, I didn't realize that having an eating disorder does put you at increased risk for perinatal mood and anxiety disorders like postpartum depression. And we'll have a whole podcast just on that, but I didn't understand any of that. I had no idea what I was getting into. I had no idea what I was struggling with. I had no idea how to help myself. And it was quite a road of healing and recovery in many different ways and in many different layers. And I am so grateful that I had connection to resources down the road that were able to help me get to a place of more healing. And my dear friend Maggie was such an instrumental and big part of that. And 
one thing that just so impacted me about her was that she wanted to have these conversations. I think as moms, when we face these struggles, because there's so much shame attached to them, we don't talk about them or we don't know how to talk about them or we don't know who to talk to them about. And it's hard. And I think, again, we just hold so much in we try to hold it together. We hear things like, you should just be so grateful that you're a mom, that you have kids, which makes it even harder to talk about the different parts of motherhood that aren't beautiful or aren't so glamorous, especially living in the day and age of social media and seeing the highlight reels of everyone's lives. We can just feel so inadequate when we're struggling. And Maggie just taught me the importance of lifting the shame, which is what she originally named the group. And I love that name so much that I I wanted to name this podcast after that. That is the goal of this podcast and just this community. This is really more than just a podcast. It's about creating a community and connecting with other moms who are also in the trenches and dealing with similar issues. And again, our stories might look different, but at the root of it, there is hope and there is healing. And that's what I hope that you will find in the different stories and the conversations that we have on this show. And really the inspiration behind this show is you. And I have just been so blown away by the members that have been part of our group that have come into the group and just been so open and honest and vulnerable with each other and sharing these conversations that are being held in a safe space. And when we hold space for each other and allow each other to share our struggles, it really does break down shame and allow us to start to find healing within ourselves, with our community. And it's something that we can't do alone. And so it's my hope that through this podcast and through the conversations we have that you will find hope and you will find healing and you will learn to challenge the shame and stigma that you may be struggling with in your own life. And so I'm excited to just be on this journey with you. And again, you are the inspiration behind this. And I just want to hear more from you, from our community about what kind of conversations you want to see addressed, what would be helpful for you what kind of things that you might be struggling with, because I can guarantee you that you are not the only one, that there's other people and other moms out there who can relate to your struggle. And we want to talk about those things so that you know and that you feel it in your body that you are not alone. So we are going to embark on a journey together, my friend, and I couldn't be more excited and just feel grateful to have this opportunity to come alongside you and talk about some of these hard topics that really do need a lot more light and attention. So starting off this season, I will be delving into some solo episodes just to get myself more familiar with the platform of podcasting. I can tell you that this is definitely a new experience for me and I have five kiddos myself. And so it's been a busy season and I've been wanting to do this for so long, but was waiting for the right time. But honestly, we want to keep it real. (laughs) And you might hear some kids screaming in the background on some days or some kids that are busting in in the background. But just know that I am learning and doing my best to bring you, again, these heartfelt conversations that I think are going to be really important. 
for us to have. So initially, just to start out the podcast season, I'll be having some solo episodes again, just to get my bearings and kind of create a foundation for us. But as we go through these conversations together, I will definitely be bringing on some more guests, some experts, some specialists. This conversation and this topic of being a mom and eating disorder recovery and just all the different challenges that come with that or navigating maternal mental health and pregnancy and postpartum, like this is so much bigger than just one person and all the different conversations that we want to have. And so I will definitely be bringing on some experts who can help us like shine light on some of these different topics that we want to have more conversations about. And I'm hopeful that this will be a place to bring you more information and resources and somewhere that you can have a place to come and listen and take away some key points that can help you in your own life and along your own journey. So definitely stay tuned for that. And just to let you know too, on the show notes. So the show notes for every episode will have a place where you can leave comments or questions. I'll also have a little widget on every show note that you can find on my website that will actually allow you to leave me a voicemail. So the reason I'm setting this all up is because I want to hear from you. Again, this podcast is for you. And so I just want to hear your questions, the things that are coming up for you. If you have any suggestions, if you have any feedback, if you have some topic requests or conversations that you would like to see us have or requests for certain experts or specialists, I would just love to hear from you. So again, on the show notes for every episode, you can find a question box where you can leave comments or questions for me. Or again, you can leave a voicemail through the widget that will also be on the show notes as well. And you can also connect with me over on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there. You can leave me a DM and let me know there too. If you have any topic suggestions or questions or ways that I can use this podcast to just better serve you as the Lift the Shame community. And then please don't forget that This podcast is basically an extension of our support group. That is the OG Lift the Shame space. So if you are a mom in eating disorder recovery, wherever you may be on your journey, and maybe you don't identify as having an eating disorder, but you know that food has been a struggle for you, or maybe concerns around food and your body have taken up more mental space than you have wanted it to, wherever you're at. If food and body issues have been a struggle, or you know that you've been dealing with an eating disorder or any form of disordered eating and are like, hey, I know I can use some more support, or I want to start having more conversations, or I just want to connect with other moms who are also dealing with the same thing, please come and join us over in the Lift the Shame support group. It's an amazing community. I just am so grateful for the members that we have that are part of that community that show up and hold space for one another. And one thing that I hear from so many moms that come in and join the group is, I wish I would have known about this sooner, or I wish I would have known that this place existed. And that's why I'm telling you and just spreading the word because we would love to have you. I just don't want you to feel like you have to navigate this alone. And the nice thing about it is that it is virtual 
And you do not have to participate if you don't want to in terms of sharing your video or even talking. If you don't feel comfortable in doing that, it's totally a safe space where you can participate as much or as little as you want to. So if you just want to come and listen and hear some of the other stories that different members are sharing, that's totally welcome too. So I'll make sure that the link to that is in the show notes. So if you're not part of Lift the Shame, I hope you'll come join us. And again, thank you so much for being here. If you've been following me for a while, you know I've been talking about putting this podcast out into the world for quite a long time. And again, just had to wait for the right season for family and all those things too. And so I'm happy to finally have this available and just to use this space as a place to explore all these different topics and conversations around motherhood and eating disorder recovery and challenging diet culture. Like I alluded to earlier, we can be so vulnerable for so many reasons as moms and diet culture just comes right in to those vulnerable spaces. And I have seen this firsthand where it just really does permeate all different seasons of motherhood, especially pregnancy and postpartum and feeding our babies and our kids. There's so much diet culture clutter in there. And part of what I'm excited to do is to just challenge the diet culture clutter because I think so many of us are also internalizing diet culture as how we're supposed to live. Even if we feel like we're in a solid place in recovery, diet culture is so sneaky and subtle and sneaks in places that we wouldn't even expect it to hang out. And if there's one unifying theme that I've heard from the moms in our Lift the Shame group is that I don't want my kids to struggle with this. I don't want diet culture legacy to continue circling from one generation to another. And it is generational. So many of us have experienced diet culture across the lines of our family. And this is something where I hear moms telling me like, I just want this to stop here with me. I want my kids to experience what it's like to live outside of these diet culture parameters that are so easy to get stuck in. And I just want you to know that that desire to challenge that diet culture legacy is the spark that can end it in your family. And it is possible. It is possible to rewrite the feeding legacy for your kids so that you can give them the best shot possible at having an amazing relationship with food in their bodies regardless of what your story has been. And so we're going to be exploring all kinds of things related to that. And really like the goal here is the name of the podcast, which is to lift the shame, to challenge the shame and the stigma that so often keeps us stuck as mothers, because I really do believe that it's possible to start working beyond that, to live beyond that so that you can enjoy your motherhood and your life to its fullest capacity. So with that being said, thank you so much for being here and for following along and for being patient with all the hiccups as I navigate this podcasting world. But again, I'm just so grateful and honored to be your guide on this journey and would love to hear from you and can't wait to connect with you. So come hang out with me every week where we'll be having conversations around all these topics And again, any feedback that you would love to provide would be so appreciated and helpful. And I can't wait to get to know you through this podcast journey together. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift the Shame podcast. For more tips and guidance on your motherhood journey, come connect with me on Instagram at Crystal Cargis. Until next week, mama, I'll be cheering you on. Bye for now. Bye for now.